0: in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: welcome back folks tommy tucker earlier had um, someone from the city administration talking about um, setting up your ladders and tarps and this and roping things off that there's a four-hour grace period that you cannot do it until four hours before the start of the first parade I got a text here and I'll just read it. Newell, the idea of the city enforcing the four-hour set-up law is a good thing. Here comes the problem. The city allows stands to be set up from the circle to Canal Street. They remain up for the whole season. The blo- they block any viewing from the street along this area. These stands, for the most part, are for-profit structures. They remain throughout Mardi Gras. The city rents public space to allow these stands to be erected. The citizens are restricted access. In these areas, when you tell everyone else they have no right to do the same thing along other parts of the route, you are asking for trouble. What you are going to hear is why are the privileged allowed to set up for weeks and no one else can. Well, it's not quite that simple. Almost without exception, the stands along that uh, area that you're talking about are put up at the cost of the adjacent landowner who has restricted access to his property for certain hours of the entire Mardi Gras season and their activities that they provide that they're no longer able to provide because of parades and these are conveniences for their invited guests you know outside of the Mardi Gras season depending on the nature of the business so for example there are a number of restaurants along that area that are not allowed to do valet parking because of Mardi Gras so they give that right up uh, hotels same thing and in some cases they cannot uh, have guests actually check in uh, during major portions of the day right Uh, whether it be on the weekends or otherwise. And if you go in those areas, you're going to see people rolling suitcases down the street from blocks away to check into hotels because they don't have access. So it's really kind of creating a balance. Um, And the other obvious distinction is that these are adjacent property owners. So their access to their property is, Change. They don't have access. They're giving that up. But they're still paying the, the, the city the price of renting that land. So if there's a consideration, yeah, I guess you're right. I think it's a legitimate consideration. I think it's a fair consideration in light of the things that they have to give up in order to accommodate the greater good. Uh, Is there restricted access to the public in some sense? Yes, there's no doubt about that. There are some areas that are reserved uh, for the public, haven't been in a number of parades. I ride in Orpheus every year, my wife and I. And, um, you know, so totally familiar with those particular areas where people are standing and so forth in, in between the stands and, and as each street opening because there's no stands at the end of uh, of all the all of the cross streets are open to the public as well so is there is a healthy balance um there but to just say that it, this is comes about as a privilege now because they, they're making a lot of compromise from a business perspective uh in order to accommodate all of this and um many of which I think would tell you, depending on the nature of their business, they'd rather not have it. They'd rather not have Mardi Gras. They would be better served without Mardi Gras, because with Mardi Gras comes a lot of different challenges. So I don't don't think it's out of the ordinary, um, and I don't think it's uh, obnoxious by any stretch of the imagination to make these accommodations. and as I said, there there are sacrifices uh, that they make. But if you have a differing opinion, love to hear from you on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. I mean, you know, if we're thinking that we're going to achieve co- completely and, and total equality uh, and or that equity word, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, there are unique circumstances that are presented uh, with that. And actually, from an enforcement standpoint, that is the, the tightest area of the parade route. It's the most difficult area to get in and out of uh, from a public safety standpoint, emergency management standpoint, uh, getting ambulances and alike in and out of there. So, in many ways, um, that's actually a plus for law, law enforcement and you know, EMS and others the way that it it's designed. And it's not, I don't suspect that it's by accident. Um, it's pretty much been that way since I was a kid, when we used to go to Canal and University Place and watch parades uh, right there on that corner every year, um, because the, that's where the routes ran. So I don't see that. I mean, part of the problem with where we are right now with the enforcement of this, and I get it, um, is that we've we've actually carried things to the extreme, right? So we had people that going out there that were trying to rope off about a quarter of an acre of land and then stand guard, uh, and, you know, you had conflicts, and if you had ten people that were out there trying to, to rope off a quarter of an acre of land, you know, they pretty much consumed a good portion of the beginning of the parade route, especially out there at the beginning of Endymion. Used to, had a friend that lived right behind Dybert School and used to, used to go to the Endymion parades there every year and saw exactly how this thing developed over the years as, as, it, as it related to roping off huge swaths of land uh, in order to conduct a party and do whatever y- y- you had. And then you had conflict. Uh, and then because, you, you know, what happened was is that they weren't roping off the street at that point in time, so everybody started congregating in front of the street, and then you had people trying to uh, parch up the uh, partition up the street in the main travel portion of the roadway on Orleans Avenue, and then you had conflict. saw it year after year after year after year. Let's go to Rob on line one. Rob, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, no, how's it going? Good, and you? Just a, just a quick perspective from people who are building the stands, and, you know, I've been building stands on, on the avenue in the warehouse district in downtown for, you know, about 20 years now, and it's getting more and more. And one of the reasons I, I think people don't understand, in order to build a stand, you have to have permission from the business owner that's you know, at that location, at that address. And one reason all of these business owners are building more and more stands is because of the damage that's being done to their glass, their property, by either the people setting up in front of their property or just the sheer throws that are coming at them. Um, you know, a lot of the people that we've built stands for realize, hey, I put a stand up that protect, I let somebody put a stand up or contract. Not only can I, you know, put family and friends or sell it to the public, now my building's protected from all the throws, so that's just one reason you see a lot more stands in the warehouse district and um, in downtown.
1: Well, I think you're also seeing more. I mean, and I get that. I don't disagree with you. I think you're seeing more because uh, now uh, we're uh, really compelling most of the parades to have the same endpoint, more so today than ever. And you know, over the years, because of the work that's being done in the Dome, you now have endymion. Uh, that's going down there that's drawn a lot of people as well in fact I, I think we will have dan kelly from endymion on the show next week um you know and so you you have a lot more parades aligning on the traditional uptown route and with that it gets very popular um and you know and, right. and that's what it it, it leads the thing to
2: is, people you're not going to see many stands on the uptown side of Lee circle there is a moratorium you, you, it's very very difficult to get a stand on the uptown side of Lee circle they reserve that they reserve canal street Pendamia, and orleans avenue you can't put stands up there um, they reserve mm-hmm. that for the public the reason they put them downtown as you mentioned earlier the police love it it's easy to police a crowd when there's stands everywhere and there's, there's only certain choke. About, about town. So if anybody's yeah. worried about that, it's it's very, very difficult to get a, uh, a permit for that. And, uh, you know, I know there are a few, but they got permits because the, the, the crews request a specific location for a stand as a toast, a stop, the toast. It has to be an official toast location. Other than that, it's very difficult to get a permit for a stand up there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, Thank you for calling in, Rob. Appreciate the info. Let's go to Mary. Mary, you're up. Welcome to the show.
3: Uh, good morning, Neil. I just have a comment that's bothered me for a long time about this situation. The city will try to take down people's ladders or whatever because they're camping out on city property, okay, the neutral ground or by the sidewalk. But yet they're going to let the homeless camp out wherever they want, and they're not going to do anything about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I agree. What's the difference? Okay.
1: I, I agree. What if you say you're homeless?
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, I <mean. laughs> okay. I'm almost, I just happen to have a ladder with me. I <laughs> just
1: happen to have a ladder. <laughs> These kind people right here gave me a ladder, but I'm homeless. That's right.
3: That's right. That's bothered me for a long time.
1: There's no doubt um, that from an enforcement standpoint, there's this duality, right? And
3: Right, you know, and, and right. as
1: I as I talk about this culture of non-compliance, it doesn't make exactly. life and enforcement easier. It makes it more complicated, because right. exactly. what we're doing is we're creating exceptions all the time.
3: Yep.
1: And and yes. by the time you get to the third or fourth exception, you have what you are articulating right here this morning: frustration, because you can't square right. them up, right?
3: No. <laughs> and, you know. Exactly. And yeah, I, you, you know, I,
1: I I make the point, Mary, all the time. If you if you would just indulge me a second, uh-huh. uh, I'd love to, you know, just go get a Morgan shed and stick it out on the lakefront.
3: <laughs>
1: you know, lock it lock it up.
3: That's a good idea, put, actually. <laughs> put a, put my
1: little margarita mix in there, my chairs and everything else, and every afternoon go out there and watch the sunset. Uh, what right. again? What's the difference? I mean, you exactly. Know, and claim I'm homeless.
3: Just one other quick comment. I had to um, go down on Canal Street uh, last Saturday to bring somebody to one of the hotels. And from, I'd say, Rampart, like where the Lowe's and the Sangha are, up until maybe Mm -hmm. about Carondelet or Barone, it looked like a third world country down there. With all the people with their tables set up on the sidewalk selling stuff it really disgusted me
1: yeah and I'm sure you, I'm sure you saw four wheelers or, or motorcycles popping wheelies from right. Claiborne Avenue oh, yeah, I mean the, the goal is, the goal is to maintain a wheelie from Claiborne Avenue <laughs> to to the casino right. And yeah. I, I guess there's yeah. some kind of special prize you get I'm not sure yeah um, right. Maybe there's a, a battle of the uh, of the four-wheelers, and there's a stand with judges, but it, it's right. like a, a, a freak show that's going on, and everybody's diving yeah. out of the street in the neutral ground into the traffic, well, right. and it's amazing no one gets killed. I mean, just completely, no, totally amazing.
3: You are, you are correct. Well, that was just my thoughts for the day. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you, Mary. We'll be right back, folks. 504 260 1870 on the Oakland heart jewelers talk and text line. Stay with us.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.